1: here episode two of the grant Litter show here with jr coach grant Litter, and his sister dan Bella today talk about the queens university basketball team who last night got a big win at home with the Courier arena came back late held them off and got the job done how <laughs> was the last night like, g
2: open open the night for you guys man at home first the atmosphere was rocking so levine center was was rolling the student section is probably the biggest it's ever been and uh the atmosphere it was so loud and intense coaches couldn't even hear their play calls but it was it was a great college basketball you know game overall but also environment so really really testament to our our fans and and our crowd and our students especially
1: no doubt that's what it boils down to man getting them students out there getting getting that getting them involved man because that that helps man it really does that environment man and seeing what you're all building over there man is like they see what you're doing man it's Great to see it. I was like, I watched it on my phone, kind of keep it out of the score. I was like, come on now, come on now. Put it on off, man.
2: <laughs> hey, we we just made enough free throws late to win that game, but our guys really, really did a good job with the line late in the game and we were able to ice it out.
1: No doubt, G, it's about that, man. Being down, um, but having your guys come back late. You know, staying with it, staying with the game plan, not getting down. I let that letting the game take it off, get, get it thirsty. But, hey, we're going to make a run late, and your veterans and your young guys stepped up, make sure, you know, you held them off, man, and get that job built out last night.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought we had one freshman in particular who had really his first extended game game playing Kobe George, and he came in with a huge three, huge free throw, huge finish at the rim, and he did a really good job for us. I was really excited to see him get his feet wet, you know, in college basketball and have a great first game.
1: And no doubt, and of course, your vet, man, uh, A.J. McKee that doing his thing late, man, getting that foul call to those for you guys. Not knock, knocking knock, knock them down because we all know trick throws are very important. So knocking them down late, man, and getting the job done. So talk about him as well, man, over these first three games as well, but just showing him that veteran leadership, not letting losses at Marshall suddenly annoy him. carry over to game number three.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's a vet. He's been – this is his fifth year in the program, and he's actually still just a junior, and – uh but but a Charlotte Native just scored his thousandth points last night. Uh, so big deal for him. We had two guys cross the thousand point barrier, him and BJ McLaurin. And but but he you know he understands what it is. And, you know, last game and, and the games before don't matter. The most important game of the season is the next one. And I thought he was laser focused and and really disciplined all game and uh late, late in the game, wanted the ball in his hands, knew he'd make the right decision.
1: No doubt. G. talk about this man from the improvement you've seen on, on front your team from Marshall to now. I know it was tough on the road against Dan Antonio, the way those guys run. You know, Missouri Valley team, Southern Illinois, tough team as well. And the but you got to beat it. You got to still compete kept kept it. You know, it started off slow, and annoyed, but still competing very, very well. What about the improvement you saw from game one to game three as you came to game four eight, down the road here, man?
2: Yeah, the hugest difference has been ball security, you know. We had a lot of turnovers early in that Marshall game, early in the Southern Illinois game. But second half for Southern Illinois to to now, we had five turnovers last night. Uh, So in the last three halves of basketball, we've had 10 turnovers total. And I thought the most important thing we got to do as we get better offensively, we've got to get a shot at the rim. Um, And our guys have done a really good job of executing. and, And I think we got a lot of stuff to clean up. Uh, we got to do a better job on the glass and checking out, rebounding, but also seeing some early kicks as we get the ball in the paint. But I thought we did a good job of taking care of the ball and making sure we got a shot at the rim every play.
1: Yeah, G, like those live ball turnovers kill you every time, man. I think that's the biggest thing. If We don't want turnovers at all, but let them not be live ball turnovers. Those are the killers of everything. You got to make a transition. So I'm trying to teach these fans, fans ball. Gee, I'm trying to best. these fans ball. I mean, what we got going
2: on here brother hey hey live ball turnovers man they transition we didn't know how good or bad our defense was because we weren't getting it set uh because teams were kind of you know we were turning the ball over and they had advantages on us and i don't care what kind of team you have you're not going to do well in those situations but but not i think we got to see that our our defense is pretty good when it's set last night because we were able to get a shot at the rim and and get our guys back on defense and keep them out of transition
1: yeah, and get that rebound to close up this with the rebound. <laughs> you got to sure. get that ball for sure. Yes, indeed. Yeah, well, we we got to be happy for you, G. You're doing big things over there at Queens. And so, and so, man, it's just, man, so as rest as week goes, man, today for you guys is an off day, or you are going to practice a little bit, get ready for the next game, brother?
2: No, today we're going to take our day off for the week, and our guys will get a complete day off, mental and physical, and, as a staff, and I'm sitting here with, with Dan Bailey, as a staff, we're going to go over the game. Uh, we're going to do our grade outs uh, for our players, um, but we're going to spend that that time trying to put this game to kind of bed uh, for our players and then get ready for the next game, Saturday versus Fairfield. And w- without the staff that we have, none of that would be possible because they all kind of have their areas that they clean up. And Coach Bailey is our rebounding coordinator and He's gonna. He's got a lot to do because we got out rebounded the last two games, yeah. and so so we got we got some work to do. to Clean up on the glass. Pressure on you, Dave. Pressure on. You. <laughs> yeah, we just like I said, we just got to work and get it done. See what we can
3: improve on. Take one day at a time.
1: Now, Dan, let me ask you this, brother. Uh, glad to have you on the show as well. How cool is it to be coaching at your alma mater, man? How cool is that, brother? Oh, it's, it's great.
3: Like I said, I enjoyed last night. Just you know to see. Like guys put the Queens jersey, I'm a proud alum, you know what I mean. So I want our guys to enjoy the experience for the thing they are. An environment like last night just makes all
1: better. It, to be alumni now to be on the coaching staff, being a part of their of their story. No doubt, man. And for you, um, did you see yourself coming back into coaching after you left Queens, to go play overseas? Did you see yourself coming back to get the coaching and want to really be a part of this Queens University because you all listening to D1 and building this yeah, thing out with G over here, man.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I always, like I said, I always enjoyed, like, being around the game. And I, I did some coaching, you know, AAU, working with kids and stuff. I always said it had to be the right fit in the right moment. And, you know, when, when G got the coaching job here, I came up and met with him. You know, he offered me the job. He wanted me to be part of staff. And it just, everything just felt, like, perfect. Like, of course, it was home. But, you know, be with this guy right here and, then, you know, learning from him, being with our staff. I mean, I love all the guys
1: in the office. It's like, I enjoy coming to work every day. And that's the biggest thing, man, when, he, like, when you enjoy where you work in, enjoy the people you, you work around, man, that's a, That's one of the things. That's one thing I know about G. G. as hell, man. <laughs> He's he, yeah. he, he moving cool
0: with him.
2: You it's crazy. Jr. is crazy. I got the job on Wednesday, and I called D.B. later that afternoon. and was like, hey, man, can you come in Friday? I'd like to sit down with you. And he had no idea, but he sat down and I offered him the job, and super glad he accepted it. And Knew he would represent Queens with pride and and do what it took to to get this program to the next level.
1: No doubt, man. Like, it, it, I guess it's not so much pride because you know this is something that you it was a part of. like, even on the, on the recruiting trail, uh, G and he can quit telling a young man. I was in your shoes. I know Indians out to Queens University. So, like, how is that when you talk to a young man in recruiting, whether it be a high school kid, JUCO, or a portal kid, but you really know what the Queen Experience talked about because you played there.
3: Yeah, I just mean I just think Queens is a special place. You know, I mean, of course you got the city of Charlotte, but I just think the people here is it's a group of people that want they want the young person to succeed in all aspects of their lives. You know, and I think once you get on campus here and you see you can feel that everybody wants to be successful. Like I said, the guys in our office, we want our guys to be the best players they can be. And it's all about them. They once they get here and they grasp that, they can just become wherever they want to be in life. Whether, whether that's to continue to play basketball in the business world, you know, being a father, growing as a man in anything you can accomplish
1: here at Queens. And Charlotte is growing like crazy, too. McBurk County is growing like crazy, you know. That whole area is growing like crazy. So, a young man goes to Queens here. Hey, you set up for life because Charlotte is booming. It's, it's pretty much a mini mini Atlanta to a degree if you ask me what you are doing up there, man. So, in uptown Charlotte, I love it so much. So, i won't to go into that. <laughs> but, it's been something you got going up there, man. It's special what you got going up there. You got G in charge, man. Like you build something, bro. Y'all doing something big up there,
2: man, for real. Uh, we appreciate that, we man. Appreciate that. I mean, we try to take it one day at a time. That's we tell our guys, we got to be in the present and got to work today to just get one percent better today, as a as a player, as a student, you know, as a, as a, a person in, in, in this community, you know, make the community better. If we can get that, if we can accomplish that as a as an individual and as a group, our program is going to be a good place.
1: And DB, let me ask you this, man for you. Uh, I know you're big on developing player skills, man. And how do you go about evaluating a young man, then breaking down what he needs to get better at to help him become a better, better player, to hopefully play in the NBA overseas, just as you as you do. I
3: mean, I think it's a it's a it's a full aspect approach. You know, like I said, a lot of kids they want. Like I said, we talk about being one day at a time. They want to say, hey, in four years from now, I want to be a pro. But, like, that starts today. You know what I mean? That starts by going to sleep early at night, waking up, eating breakfast, getting to class, doing your work, coming to practice, being mentally focused. So I think a lot of a lot of times my conversation with the guys isn't so much, hey, man, like, you need to work on this, work on this move is more so, like, you need to work on the process of becoming a pro mentally Every day before you can even get to that mindset to, to be there, you know. So I think, like I said, it's a long process. But our guys are locked in, and I, if you see this wall behind us, a lot of guys that G coach and that played at Queens that been that uh, became pros. I think it's all about that one percent getting better every day and just and locking and winning that day. So I
1: think that's what we're really good at here, developing pros. DB and G, what's it's so beautiful you say that because, been around the NBA the way I am, I see the how the guys approach. Walkthroughs, shoot arounds, practice, working on their own after practice, the stay ready games. Everything is is for a reason. Everything has a purpose. I think sometimes young players don't understand that about the game. That everything we do is for a purpose to get you holistically better, whether it be with your body, your nutrition, your own core, your mental, your film work, your prep. Everything has a reason. I think the young men who catch on that, catch on that quicker. Are the better players and the ones who have the desire to enjoy the suck or enjoy the hard process of getting more and better or become the best players. I mean, what you all do is find the guys who invited that, that mentality.
2: That's part of the process. It's not always about the most talented guys, but it's about the guys who who are going to live with it and, and, and do it the right way. You know, just little things that you just never even know like, hey, guys, if we got to have names on the pass list in by a certain time. You know, and and certain guys are like that stuff doesn't matter. It matters. It all matters. And how they approach each day and, and what they're trying to do to get better. Um, those are the guys that you see over time, they keep they they keep working, they keep working, they break through. And so it's not just about talent. You gotta have talent, but it is about how you approach it.
1: No doubt. Like I'll give you an example about myself, GMDB. I wasn't the best basketball player. I'm better at football, but I knew in basketball, if I could shoot hustle, defend, and rebound, I can get on the court. Like, also, you know I mean, Having to know their skill set. I don't have time to put any work on the court the way I want because I'm a better football player. But I can shoot, defend, rebound. Those things can, can, just, those, you can do those things on your own without having to do too, too, too much. So, it also, knowing your skill set, knowing your role, and being a excellent in your role, getting one percent better at your role every day as well, and accepting that role and being part of a team and knowing everybody on, on this chain as a piece to, to play, to make us successful.
2: Yeah, it's a big deal, and and just knowing what your skill set is, what your strengths are, and playing to that can be a huge deal. I know, you know, Coach Bailey was this when he when he graduated, he was the second all time leading rebounder in Queens history, and so try and do that with our coaching staff too. I know he's an exceptional rebounder. Let's let him use that to build his voice with our players and make it an emphasis to our team. And he does an unbelievable job breaking it down and. You know, we got some work to do in that area, but I know I know Coach Bailey will do it. And rebounding D B and G is a, a want-to
1: thing. You know, that's a want-to. That's a, hey, we go make get, get in there, make some space, lock out, jump for the ball, hustle. Those things don't really take skill. It's just a matter of want to do it, learn the craft of it, but going to do it. And that's what I feel like hustling, playing hard to get on the floor, defending, putting your hands up. So want-to things. Not so much of skill involved. It's about a want-to and a to do it. Cause those things travel shots when not go down, but that travels
2: hundred percent.
1: Now. And also let me ask you a uh, J and DB. How was it cool to coach the D2 in, in, the, in the basketball tournament this summer, man? How cool was that, man? Doing, doing that.
2: It, it was really awesome, man. And, and having, coach, having DB with me on staff, but I think the biggest thing was we got to represent, you know, all of D2 and we had a few Queens players on there, but to see players and, and meet players from other programs and, have them share their experiences and guys kind of talk a little trash, like, Hey, we won this national championship. Hey, we beat you in this regional final. Uh, But to watch them as they're going through their pro careers and different, different parts of it, some of them earlier in their pro careers, some of it, you know, some of those guys are getting their feet wet in some real big time leagues. Uh, It's just awesome to see, see those guys bond and and really share that experience and represent the entire division two mantra and, and show that those guys can play with, with the big boys. No doubt. And now, G.R. and D. Backfield this
1: way too, man. These D- two players can play. It's just they don't get the same notoriety as D1 guys because they're not only ESPN all the time. And if you just give some guys a chance to, to show what they can do. They can compete for watch rock- spots too. A lot of these guys at D1 are not the best players in the world, in my opinion, because I'm watching it right now. So, like, I talked to a, a guy with a team. with said that players can't remember, can't remember the plays and concepts. They just, great. Just don't tell them. They're great chess on talent they they're there
2: I think there's a lot of the best d2 players the reason why they're good is their hunger they have the chip on their shoulder they've kind of been overlooked and they want to prove people wrong and I've seen a lot of division two players have great pro careers because of that you know that it, it it's never been entitled to them and and they've always had to fight for it and work for it and I think that's the type of of mantra our team still has even though we're division one now is is we always got to be the scrappiest team and I thought last night, second half, we really embodied that and won most of the the loose balls late in the game, and that's why that's why we came out ahead.
1: No doubt, and that's some like you watch. I said last year, watching you, like you, you know, you may have been under talented a little bit, but you still fought like heck. You know, your guys played hard. at chip on the shoulder, like even to the end of a hey, you won a game, you fought through that, man. Like just your guys play hard for you. And they really embody that mindset of just chip on their shoulders, get the job done, and. I think having that chip is not going to be there to help you get over the hump because when you have that want to and that drive, man, it does wonders for a team for sure. For sure, man. Well, good, man. G and D, be to have you on the show today, the Grandmother Show, man. After a win, baby, <laughs> after a win, we love
2: those, man. Yes, sir. We definitely do. Needed that. Everything's better after a win. Food tastes better, you know. Sleep a little better and uh wake up today and the sun it's not even sunny outside but it feels like it is
1: and last point g for those who want to donate to you all how how can they do how can they donate to the queens basketball program those who want Uh, to
2: give you some money yeah i got a we got a link that i can i can send you you can you can put at the end of the show and uh it it goes right to our account and, and okay great about that you can designate it for men's basketball and it'll go to towards men's basketball and uh, we appreciate anything. You know, there's no gift too small or too big, and uh, we've had a lot of, uh, a record-breaking year in, in fundraising, but, hey, the more people get involved, the better, and, and we appreciate the support. No doubt. Well, folks, Donate to Queens, means basketball.
1: We can link out to you with the show as well, so thank you for listening to Grant Leonard's show episode two with assistant coach DDB as well. So, folks, Queens had a big week this week. We'll talk to G in two weeks about that as well. We'll see, recap some more games with him, man, so Chip Lee's Royals, man. Keep going, keep going, guys. i look forward to it, brothers.
2: Appreciate you, JR.
1: Thank
0: you, man. Anytime. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku. As well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's
1: up, good people? Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get The King out at 105theking.com and The Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio.
0: Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM1010, The King.